0: Providing we're out of your shop, by 11 on the 28th we're laughing. Leave off, we don't get out for the 29th. And so on the 28th we're all safely locked up in here. A few herbs want a better alibi than that, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the best, innit?
1: Hey? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. Right, then. Here's a drill. Have you forgotten what your dear mub said to you last visiting day? What? About how you never try to break out like the rest of your relatives. Have you forgotten that, Lenny? Have you forgotten it? No. Listen, you're doing this for your mum. For your mum. And for the honour of the Price family, Len. Oh,
1: an appreciation of the arts forms of a very oh, yeah. oh, yeah. important oh, yeah. And
0: crafts too. One or two eggs, Dodge. Uh, no, thank you, Jelly. I feel
1: a bit empty after that trifle you knocked up last night. Yeah, I told them to go easy on the sherry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dodger, mate. It didn't look all that rich to me. Hello. I see the bottoms drop right out of Colonial Cocoa.
0: When you knock off any money, lads, never put it on a stock exchange. I'll tell you that for nothing. Don't you worry,
1: I won't. (laughs) What are you doing with these keys, lad? I'm a trustee. Trustee? I wouldn't trust you with your own grandma. possible contact with the prisoners. No passing of written messages, cigarettes or any other form of contraband, right? I can't. All right, then. What's the matter with you? Haven't you ever seen a home perm
0: kit before?
1: Yes, I have. And you can leave it there. You're welcome.
2: that reaches the Prats other podcasts cannot reach. My name is Tyler Adams. Uh, this week we're looking at a Peter Sellers film, uh, one that regularly turns up on Talking Pictures TV and over the years seems to have developed a well-deserved reputation as one of his best early films before Hollywood came knocking. Uh, a point made by my guest, a returning guest, the comedian and musician Jeremy Lim.
0: Well, it's it's sort of like a... It's almost like crossroads for for sellers in a way in the sense that this is as far as he could go with one type of film if you know what i mean And i think at the time it was just pre any proper hollywood films wasn't it he'd done i think i'm all right jack had already been made and come out and done quite well in america so it's almost like he's mocking time it's almost like he's doing it's a weird thing about him in this film he's brilliant in this film as he's is in most films we won't say the ones he's not brilliant in. not now anyway (laughs) <laughs> but um Is but a a, a, f-
2: Fu Manchu by any chance? Well,
0: I love, I love Fu Manchu. Just the <laughs> fact that he's him dressed as Elvis at the end. this makes me laugh. Anyway, um, no, where does it hurt? I was thinking. <laughs>
2: hey, we, in this house we never mentioned that film.
0: No. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> no, but it's it's almost like he's got to a point where he can almost because he's like he's got no makeup on, he's almost got no artifice to him in this film. He's he's Almost literally sleepwalking through it. He's, he always looks. I mean, part of the part of the, the plot of the film is that he's just woken up, sort of, and is feeling a bit seedy. He's not doing a doing a, a weird character. He's he's just sort of showing that he can be funny, which he is very funny, just by being himself, which he claimed not to know what that was. If you see what I mean. I mean, he's not quite himself. He's, he's turned on the cockney a bit more than he probably.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. And-
0: but but do you know what I mean? Physically, there's no no disguise at all. He's literally just um, rolling out of bed, literally in the first scene, and, and delivering the lines in a very deadpan way. I can sort of imagine him waving aside the makeup ladies, and because his, his <laughs> eyes look so bleary. There's <laughs> a line very early on where David Lodge says, "Oh, you look a bit seedy today, don't you, Dodge?" And he really does it's it's not you know i wonder if he was already doing method
2: <laughs> well i don't know because it was he was working so hard in 59 he was well, that's true. He, he was work not not only well okay he was not doing the goon show when this was was filmed but
0: so um, the the last series of the goon show was that 60
2: yeah so the the last series began in december 59
0: it was only six episodes is that right
2: six episodes it was it was um, there was an option for it to be more but in the end it just they just did the sex um yeah but this this began filming in september 59 and it was around this time that he was also he also filmed the uh, the running jumping and standing still film ah uh, yeah he'd been prior to this i i believe he'd been filming the battle of the sexes
0: yes which he does much more of a, an actual performance well he, i mean he's, he's in disguise you know he does makeup and and yeah i love that film as well it's, it's a great film
2: yeah. and 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 then straight out of this film so round about October November time yeah he starts uh filming the film never let go
0: oh it's, oh, it's just terrifying
2: yeah. yeah yeah and I'm sure he's still you know he's also making LPS or an LPS around, yeah, around, yeah. around around this time he's appearing on radio he's appearing on television he's so hard at work that it, it is it is believable that maybe he was just absolutely knackered and he just thought well i will make the most of my knackered state and he also, also he looked like he'd put on a bit of timber uh because he'd slimmed he had- down he'd slimmed down i think for fred kite yeah i
0: think you're right yeah which obviously has um, got a lot in common with this film cast wise but um but,
2: oh yes oh yeah yeah yeah
0: but i mean you know most casts of films around this time have got Fifty percent of the same actors, in any way. So, <laughs> <That's not
2: true. laughs> well, Irene Handel is—it's you know—it's—it's it's a given that she has to be in every of like white British comedy and, film, and
0: and quite right too as well. I, she's she's one of my favorite actors of all time. Is Irene Handel? She's I know a... she always does the same thing, but she just is always ama- immediately amazing. Well, you say she
2: does the same thing. She, yes, she does, almost always.
0: Well, well, I mean, she she's got her set, you know, sort of slightly. Harrigan trying to speak a little bit posh occasionally. <laughs> but she does it so well. It's, you know, obviously you know her recordings with Sellers. on. Yes. There's, a, there's an early one and a late one, aren't, aren't there? There's. Yeah. On the What's the last Sellers album called from 78 or something?
2: Sellers Market.
0: Sellers Market, that's it, and she's on that. <laughs> she does one, mine and Paul, Paul from The Traps' favourite line. She says, she might awful if I rub that off about his autograph. You see, I'm saving it for my favourite, Incredible Hulk.
2: <laughs> yeah, because he's he's written it on her arm, isn't he?
0: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. And and she, I think in both that and the earlier one, she's had it was it's sort of the same setup where they sort of run into each other in the park, and it's all a bit suggestive. Um, I think she almost outclasses him in being funny because she's just amazingly <laughs> hilarious in, in that broad, but broad Cockney trying to be posh voice which is a, obviously a comedy staple i mean um, she probably didn't invent it but she certainly codified it and her teeth in this film are appalling Oh, well, they are mm, two-way stretch that is i mean they must um, presumably i suppose in those days everyone just had false teeth as a matter of course
2: yes well they used to get used to get them taken out for your 21st birthday
0: it's a terrifying thought i don't know why
2: yeah
0: it's ridiculous now but anyway so presumably she she just whipped in a pup couple of albert Steptoes, and uh <laughs> <he
2: was away. laughs> well she was she was one of she was one of the few uh comedians or comedians or, or comic performers i think that sellers mm. had a lot of <clears throat> a lot of respect for and um and yes. rightly rightly would defer to um and
0: well uh, that's good i mean there's another she will come on to obviously is the um the lionel jeffries in the room
2: mm, um, mm.
0: but um because Roger Lewis particularly makes a lot of, of of sellers' jealousy of other performers. But I and I, I said this last time as well. I think sellers could be very generous to other performers when he knew they were doing good work. And it yes. just depended it probably just depended on it the day almost with sellers. But yeah. um but he always you could tell he respected Irene Handel enough to let her almost walk away with those two sketches that they did on the albums, 20 years apart or whatever it was.
2: Did you mention Roger Lewis? I've, I've got it in my notes and I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up a bit later on, but I, it's it's useful to bring it up now, I think, cause we've talked about Sellers' appearance in this film. And I'd like just to, to just to quote from the Roger Lewis Sellers book. What he, he describes the character that Sellers plays in Two Way Stretch, uh, Dodger Lane. Okay. Yeah. And he, he describes him thus, he holds our attention, this sagging, plump Peter Pan, by keeping still. He makes lethargy dramatic. We sense the craftiness which has gone into getting people to wait on him. Jail is Dodger's court. The fellow prisoners are his flatteries. And the warders, until Kraut's advent, his equerries and chamberlains.
0: Mm. Um,
2: see, it is, it is. It's like a... And, and Sellers in 1959, in this film... Okay, this film comes out in '60, but it's filmed in '59. Sellers in '59 looks so different from Sellers in 1969. If you yes, look at, if you look at him in The Magic Christian in 1969, it's uh, not the same person. Not the same yeah. person, is it?
0: I mean, it's partly the heart attack, which obviously changed him yeah. mentally and and hence on, on feature wise as well. But obviously, the weight dropped off by that stage. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's it is it's an incredible difference, isn't it? Really.
2: And just just what Roger, uh, Roger Lewis says there about him mm. him being uh, top of the heap in this prison, yeah. and and even the warders yeah. show show deference towards him. It, how much was Clement and Lafrenet influenced by this film? That's
0: the other elephant in the room, isn't it? it, mm. it, it is a pilot for porridge, isn't it really? Mm. And it's not just obviously uh, as in the setup, but I mean some of the names you know, Kraut and Grout Yes. Um, you know, um, Bernard Cribbins is the, the Callow Youth and he's Lenny, just like Richard Beckinsale is um, Lenny. Oh, um,
2: yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean,
0: that, that, I mean, that could be coincidence. But also, weirdly, uh, watching it, I watched Two Way Stretch today, in fact, and I noticed the prison governor's office looks like, almost identical to the one in Porridge. And not just that, the prison governor in Two Way Stretch is Maurice Denham, who later yeah. turns up in Porridge as the judge that sentences Fletcher to prison. And is a friend of the friend of the actual um, of the governor in porridge. that is.
2: that's so right. Yes, very
0: well linked. Yes, and, uh, yes. And Ronnie Barker clearly is channeling a bit of Sellers. I would say I, I, I'm sure he wouldn't have minded me saying so. Oh, absolutely! But, um, right from the first scene that you see Dodger Lane waking up, he's he's got he's got that sort of slight throwaway delivery of lines that. Um, that fletch did in uh, in porridge
2: I, and then think, of course Mackay crowd crowd of course crowd but not quite a sadistic i don't think Mackay. no not really uh, and
0: then there's the i can't remember his name but is it jenkins the the the,
2: the mr barraclough jenkins is the is the two-way stretch uh, uh barraclough avatar avatar yeah. that's right yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah i would describe i would describe both dodger lane in two-way stretch and fletch in porridge as having an air of uh, insouciance. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah.
0: it's a good word. Yeah. Let's use it, whatever. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that will do. Um, but um, but also there's a bit. I mean, it's he's is, is it slightly Harry Grout as well, Dodger Lane. That is as well in the sense that he's got he's got all the trappings of because that's what do you remember in Porridge. Is it Harry Grout? Is that his name? Yeah. It is, isn't it the Genial Harry born, Grout? Isn't he? Genial Harry Grout. That's yeah. right. And he's got all the perks and, and sort of carpet slippers and the French fancy cakes and stuff like that, which is basically how Dodger yes. Lane's got it all set up. So it's like Dodger Lane is the antecedent to
2: both Fletcher and Grout. Yeah, so it, it, it's got to be more than a coincidence.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, uh, I mean, obviously, if you're going to be doing a comedy set in a prison, then there's going to be um, things in common. Then again, there's the sort of there's the almost sequel, Wrong Arm of the Law that's like a sequel monkey almost isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's I'm I prefer this film to to run. To Me wrong too. The law.
0: But I, I think weirdly I think sellers in a way he thinks he better get his acting chopped back in again for wrong out the law and does a typical one of those um like the naked truth performance which is chameleonic, even though it's the same character rather than lots of different characters, if you see what I mean.
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, because most most films with Sellers is in, is there's an, an opportunity for him to, if not play another character, um, pretend to be someone else or something. Yeah. Whereas you don't have that in this film, apart from a very, very brief impression of Kraut in the exercise yard. Yeah, yeah that's right.
1: How's it going, Johnny? All right, Dodger. Right. I'll head you down the quarry, six o'clock
0: and all. Thinking about it, it's, he does a sort of Irene handle when he's showing Beryl Reed and the other ladies around the prison early on in the
2: film. <laughs> he does, yes, he, he does. He
0: does that sort of slightly formal cockney, which Irene Handel will do occasionally. But also, it's, in a way, it's a sort of, sort of slightly grown up bluebottle as well. <laughs> so it's obviously something up his sleeve.
1: What a lovely smell. What are they? These
0: are nicotina snoutless virginius, lady. What are flowers? Smells very
1: much like tobacco to me.
0: They whiff at night tonic lovely, they do. Mind you, lady, we've got so many niffs around this
1: joint, you never know what you're smelling. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Come and have a niff at the Governor's Betty up, Richard, over here. That's his second pride and joy, that one. Oh, lovely. And reared, as they say in the Navy. Lovely, isn't it?
2: This is probably my, I think it's fair to say, this is probably my second favourite Peter Sellers film of all time. Really? There's so much in it. It's it's a neat story. it's, It's got an ingenious plot in many ways. Yeah. And it's got some great dialogue, some fantastically funny dialogue, genuinely funny dialogue. It really?
0: No, you're absolutely right. And things that we, should, I'm sure, we'll cover that. sellers there's Nick later in his other films.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's 78 minutes long. You know, yeah. and it's all that packed in. I I remember getting this on VHS back in the day and w- watching it over and over and over again. Uh, so every every scene is burnt into my memory and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but but you know i watched it again on sunday for this and mm. um it was it's was just as enjoyable although I, I had to sort of sit there with a pen and paper and make notes obviously um but uh mm. but it was still yeah marvelous um it
0: is it just it's, it, and it zips along
2: it really does doesn't it uh yeah and and so the film Say the film was made in, in late fifty nine, comes out in nineteen sixty. The working title for the film was 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 nothing barred, apparently.
0: B-A-R-R-E-D. Yes,
2: yes. Yeah, that makes it's, sense. Yeah. Um, well, I,
0: mean, I say it makes sense. It makes about as much sense as two way stretch does. Yeah.
2: What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know two way because they're going out and coming back in again. I suppose uh, in so and out the prison
0: stretch. So
2: uh, well, the stretch is, is a is slang for prison term, isn't it? So.
0: Why is it
2: two-way? Because oh, they're I going don't. out. What? No, I no, I don't know. What's, it it, maybe
0: what's it's... wrong on the law, me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's not pull it that thread.
2: No. Um Sellers um, Sellers earned a cool 15 grand for this film. That's all right. Um,
0: more than I got for the death of Stalin, I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, your um, pivotal role My pivotal, at the beginning. The beginning of the death role. of Stalin. Yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, so it's it's obviously Peter Sellers stars as as Dodge Lane, and he yeah. is ably assisted by the, the wonderful David Lodge. Mm. Um,
0: Probably as, his, best, his finest hour, filmically, wouldn't you
2: say? This or <laughs> or, <laughs> or Cockle Shell Heroes, which I don't know if you've seen oh, Cockle Shell.
0: No, I haven't seen <laughs> Oh, Okay, that's not a Sellers film
2: then. Not a Sellers film, but it's a film that Dave Lodge um, often would refer to in the Q series. Um, he would flex his muscles <laughs> and say, Hey, I was in Cockleshell Heroes. Oh, really? Kind oh, of mm, <laughs> a bit of a catchphrase. Um, but you've got Dave, I mean we'll talk about Dave Lodge, of course. And, yeah, yeah. but 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 of course, the 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 very recently late and much lamented Bernard Cribbins is Lenny Price. Mm, of and, course. and I want to ask you if you know if you've got any because th- you're a I mean, among other things, you're a big Doctor Who fan and, and all the yes. rest of it. What what are your memories? What are your thoughts on, on Bernard Cribbins?
0: Oh well, he was just one of those. He was just one of those legends, really. I did meet him a couple of times.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And and uh, I played um, piano for a a um it was a memorial. It was around this time of year a few years ago. There was a memorial uh, remembrance service at one of those big churches on Fleet Street. I can't remember which one, but mm. um, there was a a heavy paratrooper regiment um, presence, and he was there giving doing a reading. So I actually. Had a little chat with Bernard Cribbins, which was lovely. Oh. And was, for some reason, I've got his autograph twice, and neither neither occasion I was there. But he's such to <laughs> me those times. <laughs> I think he was quite um, generous with his autograph giving, and so uh, everyone thought, well, not everyone. The two separate people thought, oh, this would be great for Jeremy, which it was. But um, it's a shame I wasn't there when it happened. Anyway, yeah. he was lovely. He was. I only spoke to him very briefly, but he was everything you'd imagine him to be. My mm. first time I met it, which I re- actually re- referred to um, last time I was on when they unveiled the plaque to Peter Sellers <clears throat> near Highgate Station, and he was there. and Graham Stark was. was oh, I'd forgotten saying, that.
2: Shoot, right? Yeah, okay. Cribbo yeah. was
0: there. <laughs> what yeah. I remember is uh, Graham Stark saying anyway, and Bernard Cribbin sends his love. I don't know where he is. And I just had Cribbo going. I'm here, Burke. <laughs> 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 which is, just, you know. Well, Burke is a great word.
2: Yes, it is. Comes up, comes up in comes It's a stretch. It does, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a right Burke, isn't
2: he? So I want to talk through the film. Obviously, now, first of all, the theme music is is um, mm. is wonderful. Ken Jones. Okay, okay. I and think. What else? <laughs> I think. What, what else is he known for, off the top of your head? Uh,
0: Aspel Company. Oh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong. I, got, I think he might be at one of these sort of ITV band leaders that got referred to by the host occasionally. Turned around and gave a cheesy grin, but I could be totally wrong with that. It's, it's he's... a stand. It's a standard sort of you know sixties, fifties, sixties rompy, It could be an early Carry On film score, couldn't it? Really.
2: It could, and, he, and by the way, Ken. Jo- this is this is not the Ken Jones that played Horrible Ives in Porridge. It's not the same. No, no no, 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 no. No. The theme music for Two Way Stretch was used um, uh, in nineteen ninety two. Remember very clearly, Channel Four had a Peter Sellers season. Oh yeah, where they pl- were uh, focusing on his his black and white British films. Right. And there was a documentary that accompanied the the season it was called salah's best and
0: actually i remember this yes
2: and they, 92 and yeah 92 yeah and they used and this mute the theme music from two-way stretch was kind of like the the season theme tune mm. you know what i mean
0: that doesn't make sense because it is very familiar sounding to me yeah i was thinking it could be used in it may have been used for um, sort of end of sketch stings in the two runnies because it's got that sort of feel to it as well. Yes. <laughs> slightly
2: ridiculous brass band.
0: That sort of thing.
2: And, and also, obviously, there's the animated, slightly animated intro. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, credits, which would which de rigueur in British comedy films sure. at this time.
0: It um, really is. It's, it's like a distillation of British comedy in 1960, really, isn't it?
2: Yes, um, and we open with the the exterior of Her Majesty's Prison Huntley, mm. um, which I believe was was Willem's Barracks in Aldershot, Hampshire. Ah,
0: okay. Apparently. So, so not, not an actual Nick. I no, it would be difficult to film.
2: <laughs> yes, um, and we've got um, we, we see this horse-drawn milk cart and uh, and this yeah. this whole uh, sequence with the the milky. Um, putting some comestibles in a basket and a, on the end of a rope and it being pulled up. And then we see the very comfortable prison of, yeah. of our three heroes, Dodger Lane, Jelly Knight and Lenny Price. And
0: By the, by the way, one of the one of the credits that I noticed at the beginning was <laughs> additional dialogue by Alan Hackney, <laughs> which is an unfortunate name for, for additional dialogue.
2: Oh yes well that's a very good point though you make a very good point because i had it in my notes and i've skipped over that yeah because alan because it was written by the screenplay was written by john warren and len heath but like yes, i said i don't know
0: anything about them
2: do you, do you know much about them i don't know apologies to the widows of um or family of mr warren and mr heath but i don't but i do know something a little bit more about alan hackney because mm. he was the writer of i'm all right jack oh was he yeah
0: oh i should have known that oh there you so go there you
2: go um but yeah so so the the, the lads are showing this this very comfortable prison cell and they're due mm. for release in a few weeks and life seems to be pretty good for them
0: Sellers almost could be um i know he gets killed but it could be his character from the lady killers do you know do you know what i mean yeah he's, he's, he's harry that, it? yeah he hadn't died, he's called harry isn't he yeah. yeah if he hadn't died he'd be um you know he could have well have filled out well he's quite full figured in lady killers he was probably.
2: He had a he had a bit of a teddy boy haircut, which yeah, he doesn't have he, here. No, yeah.
0: but he could he could have become a little bit more, they say fair. I can imagine that. Anyway, it's a similar sort of character, I guess, is what I'm saying.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you said before, Johnny Knight wakes up Dodger with the newspapers and offers yeah. him fry up and and Dodger says, I feel a bit humpty after that trifle. You knocked up. night. I feel last much night.
0: humpty. <laughs> what does humpty mean? Is it it's not <laughs> rhyming slang, is it? Humpty. Humpty Dumpty. Is, that, is a rhyme. Don't know what it
2: means. Anyway. Yeah, it's been lost to the sands of time. That that reference, I think. The economy of the, um, mm. the acting and the script and the dialogue is is wonderful in the sense it's that the power, it? the power dynamic is so quickly established within minutes. Yeah. You know.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. It's so economical, and I love that just so brief incidental gag of him. Of sellers doing that very brief um, pumping iron and then goes, oh, that's enough of that. And that's his exercise for the day.
2: I wonder whether that, how much of this film is sellers improvising? Because yeah, I, wonder. I, I could well imagine that in the script or the direction was, you know, just, uh, in fact, it wasn't with was weights, it was a chest expander, wasn't it? Right? Oh,
0: sorry, you're absolutely right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's that sort of thing.
2: So I'm wondering what he was told, you know, just use, you, you know, just just do a bit of exercise and whatever. And mm. he just and so he just half-heartedly tugs the <laughs> tugs the chest <laughs> yeah, expanders yeah, once yeah. and says, Well, that's enough of that. Yeah, that's it. But the the chief warder Jenkins comes in and this actor, again, he's one of those faces that used to turn yeah. up in, in all those old films.
0: Yeah.
2: And he, to me, he's his, the actor's name is George Woodbridge. And, you know, anyone that's listening to this will know who who this actor is, because, you know, you'd have seen him in a hundred films over the years. Yeah. But he's one of my earliest memories, that actor, in terms of just seeing right. someone on screen. I remember him, that actor, from something, whether it be a film or a television series, when I was very, very young. And and he he's sort of... He's not, he's not the one who's the
0: original Pipkin from Pipkin's, is he? Because someone in, I think I remember reading somewhere that one of the actors in this film is, as in Mister Pipkin.
2: Oh, I don't know, but I don't think we got Pip. We might have done, but I don't. I, I'm associating him with some sort of seaside kids television show or something when I was very very young, but I just can't. You be right. I I don't
0: I don't know beyond my stab in the dark. I I, I yeah. I don't actually recognise him. I recognise who I very much recognise as the um is it the night gatekeeper as it were Cyril Chamberlain he's, oh yes he's sort of in everything he really is in yes. absolutely everything and usually the same sort of character with about four lines yeah you know it's a good career good career if you can make it work. oh regular regular money coming
2: in <laughs> um but yeah but George so Jenkins is is the, the, you know, very fun killer very jolly
0: mm, it's,
2: uh, it's, it's nice performance actually. It is. And he just seems, I mean, he seems totally unsuited to being a prison warder. Yeah. is Doesn't he? And we meet the cat called Strange Ways. Yes. And uh and then he tells them about this um Ladies League of Prison Reformer on a visit and want a tour of the prison. Yes. Uh including the garden and the rehabilitation classes. Yes. And this is like you said before, this is where Dodge because Dodge is a trustee. So
0: he's wormed his way into the yeah. good books.
2: And he does this thing, Salas, doesn't he? With the, he's not just the voice, but he does this thing where he's constantly sort of half saluting with his fingers. I don't uh, quite
0: Yeah, quite right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah does
2: he wear a beret as well for some of it? He does yeah, he wears he wears a beret. He's you know, he's very polite, he's very ingratiating. Yeah. And of course, one of the ladies is um is Beryl Reed. Mm. Beryl Reed, not I mean, Beryl Reed was <clears throat> had a touch of the irene handles about her as well she as did. she went on didn't she uh, yeah
0: definitely i'm sure they're up for the same roles
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> and then of course you had to pound Shop irene handle in um Rita hilda, B- hilda oh, baker hilda baker <laughs> <Hilda Bacon.
0: laughs> <laughs> i might be doing hilda baker down a little bit but you're, but you're probably right
2: <laughs> i was going further down the market and, and morris denham of course like the, the, the governor He's a, he's a great actor. I love him. In he's brilliant. So many, so many things. It's quite surprisingly broad, the humor about his marrow. I mean, marrows
0: are always suggestive, but they, they really <laughs> go for it in this film.
2: They do. With the frame shot
0: where it looks like Perry Reed is just gazing down at his crotch and going, <laughs> it's magnificent.
2: <laughs> I mean, I know that's a, that's a sort of given in a way for this sort of film. There's a few things in this film that are kind of like make you think, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit racy <laughs> 1960 <laughs> exactly, yeah. um yeah. of course morris denham you know his, his career he'd been he'd been mm. working for years by the time this was made he'd been in the sure. yeah, voices, voices man and yeah and uh but he's playing the governor again very similar to the character of the governor in porridge yeah um he's very liberal he's a reformer he's quite easily manipulated um but yeah sometimes he gives vent to outbursts and anger because well mainly towards kraut that's um, right yeah yeah, yeah. but he's, he's... he's
0: in a way he's a bit more well not more but he's he's got elements of barraclough in him as well because jenkins is a bit more knowing in the sense that he's backing the system whereas mm. barraclough always thought he was upholding the system while being taken advantage of which is a bit more morris denham's role in this film
2: yeah, because the, the the governor is very gullible, and very naive, and, yeah, um,
0: and yeah, exactly
2: believes, and you know because we see the scene where Dodger, in fact, it's it is this scene where the 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 governor sort of leads the ladies out of the office, mm. and, D- and Dodger Dodger sort of hangs around at the back and then goes and. Basically, tries to grab in with one hand every single cigarette in his cigarette box. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Manages to do so, and then there's a pause, and he he puts a couple back as an afterthought. How does <laughs> very, very yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he get? He get, seems to get ahead of every party, and uh, sorry, every, every every he seems to get ahead of the party every time, and be somehow in the garden before they arrive. I know, <laughs> he, even though he's the last to leave the previous scene. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Part of the
2: magic, I guess. Must be, must be. Well, yeah, because they've they've gone out to the garden to admire the governor's wonderful prize, Marrow. Now I'd like to show you something of mine.
1: Oh, there's a prize winner. If ever I saw one. Oh, I've never seen one so big. Yes, I brought this on myself. Oh, you must be very proud. Oh, indeed I am, ma'am.
2: Yes. But a perfectly innocent, you know, innocent, yeah. Perfectly innocent yeah, yeah. to anyone who's not got a filthy mind. Like
0: yeah. us lot. Sorry, it rules me out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But we see the we see the, the carpentry class, well, the rehabilitation classes where there's a carpentry class, there's an art class, and um and Johnny Knight is in the middle of well, he's he's teaching safe cracking, isn't he, to um yeah. a group of men, group of prisoners.
0: In a way, this sort of setup for the for the film is such a I mean they do it so wonderfully, yeah. Um, and it's it's been imitated or pre or predate, predated this film so many times the sort of element of a gang of people who got something one way and then someone comes in and tries to upset it' it's, a lot of the early carry on films are a bit like that, yes, and then later on things like even police academy is a bit like do you know what i mean it's it's a sort of yeah you it get is... to know the individual characters and then they have to deal with with something which disturbs their the, the Upset,
2: ups, upsets the um, equilibrium yeah exactly meager. in fact you've just reminded me because obviously wrong arm of the law mm. Sellers is with a gang you know he's he's the head of a gang yeah essentially um there's another film that we covered on this show several months ago which is a great film called after the fox oh yes um which by who the way, is the fox I am the fox, which has a very lax prison at the beginning of it.
0: Is it. I haven't seen it for a very long time. I can't remember much about it. I get muddled up with the Bobo in my head.
2: Oh, yes. The Bobo is where he's got a blue face for most That's of the it. Um, but in the in After the Fox, uh, Aldo Venucci, which is the character that Sellers plays, is in Chokey. He's in prison at the beginning of the yeah. film. It's such a lax prison that he is supplying contraband to the prison visitors. You know That's what I mean? That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and the, and the prison warders are just, you know, they're just half wits and useless. They don't, you know, they don't care. But yeah, again, in that film, he is a, he is the head of a gang. Sellers is the head of a gang. Right. And, and I love the scene in, in getting back to two way stretch when they're in the, in the re- the, the ladies are visiting the rehabilitation classes and we see Ted Carroll, the actor Ted Carroll. Now, um, this is the guy with the with the really misshapen nose who's posing. Oh, that's right. For the art
0: class. Yes.
2: <laughs> and as as a lady passes him, Dodger strokes the back of his leg and he kind of that's winks it. Right. Hello, darling. Like that, um, yeah. And um, did you recognize that actor? Uh, the
0: the the um the aloe darling. No, I didn't know, no.
2: Because no. he's <clears> a he's <throat> a, a I mean, no disrespect to Ted Carroll. I mean, he might have been. Right, because Ted Carroll um, was famous for having a misshapen, a large misshapen nose because he'd been um, a rugby union player.
0: Well, like, I mean, he did look like he'd, he'd been doing either that or boxing or um, running yeah. a bit into brick walls or something.
2: He, no, he sustained a really bad injury, um, and his nose was bent into an unusual oh, angle God. after playing. Sorry, not rugby union, rugby league, in the fifties, and um, but he was in Flash Gordon. And and Kes as well, See. yeah. Oh, there you go.
0: Um, but I mean, he's one of these people who's you know make the, make make the most of what you got, I guess. And yes. um, yeah, yeah. You know, if you wanted someone to go, hello, darling, and look a bit weird, <laughs> and, um he's your first. book. well, mind you, having said that, Arthur Mallard is also also in this film, so. Um, yeah, Mitchell and we'll and, come on to
2: that. <laughs> yeah, because that is one of my favourite scenes, little scenes. That that scene alone, the the, the, the dialogue, and that's the mallard scene, as I call it. Oh, the, the letter. Yeah. yeah, the letter. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. And and we've got a pre garnet Warren Mitchell,
0: being very Jewish.
2: Yeah, just a little bit, just a just, little
0: bit, just a touch. Yeah, <laughs> surprised he doesn't say schmutter. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs>
2: That's the other thing. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're not. None of the prisoners are wanting for any resources, are they? In these classes, no. he's got the very best material for making these bespoke suits because he's fitting a, a, a suit for Lenny. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it looks—he's
0: got a lovely waistcoat on, which he wears when he gets out, isn't he? Yeah, a yeah. Lovely sort of sparkly number.
2: Oh, and 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 of course we've got um, we've got the ladies walking around, and then. David Lodge making eyes at Beryl Reed was a little bit disturbing. I don't know if you I know. felt the same way.
0: Well, I, I mean, because it's such a, a, a an economical and, and swift film, they don't dwell on the privations of the prison service for too long. True. But one thing, one thing you do get occasionally in Porridge is that you know they're just are so desperate for the sight of any female flesh that, um, they, you know, even the sight of a District nurse going past on a bike. Or yes, rouse them if you know what I mean. So I guess it's a, a very quick shorthand way of doing that. But she, isn't Beryl Reid slightly flirty back as well in her no easy
2: way? She is. Yeah.
0: yeah, I can't remember if I told you this. But I don't think I did. Okay. and I played on a cruise liner a long time ago. I think it was. Well, it was certainly in the nineties. So it's ninety six or so. Um, I met this older lady as the passengers all tended to be mm. and for some reason we got talking about um you know 50s and 60s culture and stuff and first of all she said well of course i was in love with ronnie barker for 30 years <laughs> but, i mean she didn't say how, how far that went but then she said she'd had an affair with sellers and not oh. only that she said that um but of course he was gay and he was <laughs> <I> said, what <laughs> what i think he was and she said oh no he definitely was and he was with this he was he had this on-off, on-again, off-again boyfriend who was his friend from the army. They used to go everywhere together. Everyone knew, and um, I, I never quite got to the bottom of it. And you know, <laughs> I was only there for a week, and then she vanished, and I never found out even her name, unfortunately, because she was a dancer from that. Blimey, era. I know it's quite weird. I'd... It can't be lodged, well, can it? I don't know. I mean, think would... she just made it all up.
2: She'd know. made that up. I mean, it's. Look, she same,
0: sounded so convinced, though. And she, she was,
2: no, it was pretty because he gave was, her the elbow and he just he, the excuse well, he gave her was that, you know, him and Dave were a couple.
0: Six solace with Ronnie Barker instead. <laughs> Another porridge link, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was always stuck with me because she, she did seem so convincing.
2: But anyway, we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, the only other person that could have been, I suppose, was Graham Stark. That's he was, yes it is i mean i prefer it to be david lodge but i don't i don't i'm sure i'm sure there's there's no truth in that at all um, no
0: i mean there's there's a lot of camp humor in with sellers but that's camp humor with everyone really so dick emmer is made of it and he's married four showgirls so although that could have been a smokescreen of course
2: <laughs> well sellers just say what you like you can say a lot of things about sellers and many people have roger lewis chief among them yeah um but there's never been any any indication of any kind of uh, inclination that way.
0: No, you're, no there hasn't, hasn't nothing's come out anywhere apart from this strange lady that I met on the boat.
2: <laughs> Who's a world authority on, on Salas. And his, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I,
0: exactly, I
2: don't even know her name. <laughs> anyway, never mind. So, what, what's your opinion of Wilfred Hyde White?
0: Well, I think he's great in this film. He, I is. Think he, he is. I think he's he, he's got this sort of slightly knowing seediness to him which um uh and when he's being purely avuncular it is you always sense that there's a little bit of um um an undercurrent of sedition that uh, uh, do you know what i mean yes i do you don't yeah. quite trust him and his little darting eyes from side to side <laughs> and that slightly mistrustworthy voice oh yeah yes um so i think he's perfect perfectly cast in this. He gets second billing, doesn't he? Is that because he's? He does, does uh, yeah, I but... mean, I suppose he's, he's one, he is one of the main parts. I mean, because Lionel Jeffries, who makes one of the biggest impacts of the film, he's not probably in it that much. He just doesn't appear for half an hour, mm. which in a 75 minute film isn't, you know, it's quite a wonder of yeah. the film we are not in. And even after that, he's not in every scene but, it, no, but no, his but impact makes, is so huge
2: that um you think he's in it more don't you because he's yeah, so, yeah, such yeah. a he's large so character. memorable
0: yeah
2: I mean, Will- but Will- i like
0: but no i like Wilfred high white's performance in this i think it's, it's perfectly suited to him you want him to be as i say you want him to be a bit underhand and, and knowing and he does it very well he's, he's a bit like a sort of downmarket professor marcus from the lady Colours.
2: yes he is actually <laughs> well i i just i remember Wilfred high white from think you know to uh, Two way stretch, for God's sake. I remember him two ways. I remember him from two way stretch, yeah. did you know? Um That's a anyway. couple of days ago we watched it, <laughs> not it? Well done. My Fair Lady and um Buck Rogers things like that. And yes, and um two episodes of Columbo playing essentially the same character. Every everything I see him in, more or less he plays the same character. Whereas yeah. whereas in this, yes, he more or less is playing the same character, but he just seems to be playing it better. And he play he plays the part of Soapy Stevens. Yes. Uh really, really well. And we come to learn that you know he was part of the gang that that makes up Dodger, Jelly, and Lenny, but he he wasn't caught. Uh um, yeah. the, the the last big job, those three ended up in prison while Soapy was Soapy was the only one with an alibi. And there's some suggestion that maybe he shot them to the yeah. to the police.
0: In which case very stupid. I mean, again, jumping ahead a little bit, but he's come up and comeuppance it's, it's very stupid of him, to be honest. He could so easily have got away with it, but we'll we'll come on to that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It'd be right away, and I don't know what point of the film we're in here, how many minutes in, we're out. We're probably maybe, what, 10, 15 minutes in probably. to the film, and he's met Dodger, he's, you know, he's uh, he's he's managed to um, convince the, the governor that he's a, well, clergyman, and he's come to visit Mm. Three of his former parishioners, and um, and he gets to have a, a, a meeting with Do- uh, Dodger, and Dodger wants to punch him up the throat, doesn't he? Basically, but yeah. but he placates yeah. him by s- sowing the seeds of the idea of a plan, um, breaking out of prison and then breaking back in to provide the perfect alibi, and and he just yes. you know he just leaves that there, and you think, wow, well, does he? Because hmm. it's, it's not it's not quite clear. Or well, maybe I, I missed something, but
0: um, the plan—how they actually did get out—was that was that Soapy's plan, or was it Dodger's plan? Or was it? Did he plant the scene, then Dodger came up with it because he's the uh-huh. Dodger? Like, uh, that's probably. Well, Dodger, it,
2: Dodger takes a lot of the credit. Yeah. For the plan, that I think Soapy. I think Soapy comes up with the the idea of well, who to rob, what to rob, how to rob the actual the diamond van, as it were. Yes. But, but Dodger comes up with the idea of um, how to get out of the prison. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: But he does take a lot of the, Dodger does take a lot of the credit for, because at one point there's, there's the bit where Soapy tells Dodger that the, the jewels are worth like two million pounds. That's right. An and a
1: cut to one million pounds. Yes. <laughs> That's a
2: brilliant
1: cut. Now then, anything else you want to know? Yeah. I want to know if it's going to work. You know me. Well, no, you're right. Which brings me to the all-important question. How much is it worth? Oh, I thought you might ask that. One doesn't want to sell one's birthright for a mess of pottage, does one? Oh, it all depends how big the mess is, does Well, it? naturally, estimates vary in these matters, a fraction one or the other, but in round figures, give or take a shilling here or there. Want the costa? A couple of million nickels. You add two million quid. One million quid. That's right.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I love when they they, they have to go out to the quarry to get some rocks for the yeah. <laughs> for the for the governor's garden, and you, they're just loafing around, and um, yeah. and then the governor comes out and says that it's visiting hour, and we cut to Irene Handel and the wonderful Liz Fraser. Oh and,
0: of course, and,
2: yeah. Yes. And, and and reunited because they played mother and daughter in um am I right, Jack? But
0: um, Sellers was was the older generation in that.
2: <laughs> well sellers sellers was um, Mr. I really handle exactly that,
0: yeah so. uh, quite weird if you think about it. The fact that you could just within two years, well, going the other way as well, two years later he was he was the generation
2: younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And I don't I don't quite I couldn't quite get um whether Ethel, which is the Liz Fraser character, who's who's engaged to Dodger, I think, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's she's his betrothed. I'm yeah. not sure. Is she meant to be Irene Handel's daughter in this, or is oh, in other I words, is she, is she Lenny's sister? I That's know. what
0: I can't quite understand either. You're absolutely right. It's slightly unclear, isn't it? Yeah. But is Irene Handel definitely um, Lenny's mum? Yeah, she's his mum. So so, is it just
2: that she's?
0: Casting a sort of maternal eye over Liz Fraser, I, I can't watch no, like it don't out because they arrive together and then they're all, and they all they, they seem to be in the same flat later on.
2: Yeah, but I think that's I think that's soapy's flat. That looks too um, oh, okay. upmarket up to be um, uh, ivory really handles. Too, yeah, flat.
0: Yeah. yeah, well maybe maybe that's it then. But it's, it, you're right. It is slightly slightly woolly.
2: And also, for you know, for such a lax prison, they they get a stern talking to by one of the warders before the actual. Mm. visiting time begins visiting hour begins they they get a, they get a warning that there mustn't be any kind of uh exchange of any contraband or anything like that yes um, that's right w- w- which you know ends up happening anyway but you just there does seem to be a a bit of um uh unexpected
0: uh rule breaking
2: well no, it, uh, rule, enforcing. rule enforcing unexpected rule enforcing There. yeah, really. um, yeah i know
0: what you mean that's, well, i suppose uh, that it's it's drawn very quickly, these strokes. We don't quite know how the whole setup works, do we? I, I guess. No. I mean, they're, they're sort of running rings around the warden, but he sort of knows a bit of what they're doing. I think they, they all, everyone seems to just want a quiet life, really, don't they?
2: Yes. Well, Dodger, particularly, because we have Dodger. The well, D- Dodger couldn't care less about Ethel, let's face it. No. Uh, I mean, he, he glances down her cleavage. But that's about he it. He does do
0: that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, yeah. But then, yeah, when when, when he when he gets out, he just keeps pushing her away when she's all over him.
2: And you think, well, it's this, you yeah. know, she's Liz she's... Fraser.
0: <laughs> Liz Fraser in nineteen sixty. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey. I, I, I I couldn't find. I know I've read somewhere again. It's not in. Well, I've not found it in the Lewis book, but I have read somewhere that Liz Fraser claimed that Sellers tried it on with her, and she oh, really? she pretty much cut him short, or she made it very clear very early on that nothing was going to happen and i think he just accepted that and everything was fine after that you know he moved on he rewrote yeah. it in his mind and yes moved on. yes
0: yes She's very good in this she's she's very um she, she's funny in this and you know she's very winsome in this film as well she is she's, She she's is peak liz
2: fraser she, she of course is responsible because there is a pre-arranged distraction to distract the prison border oh, yeah. so that they can um so they could the, the visitors can toss the cigarettes and cakes and all the rest of it all over, you know, over to the prisoners. Which um, means
0: that Irene Handel had come with some some dummy implements that she dropped when she stood up, and saying, she ever seen her own perm kit before. And then later on, she's got some more stuff which she, which, which hasn't fallen out of her skirts, which she yeah. can then chuck over the. Yeah, I you know, never
2: thought of that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This fi- this film's all about distractions, is not it? Because like we got, <laughs> we, got is, yeah. we got we got Liz Fraser distracting the prison warder. We've got um, later on in the film um, when it later
0: distracting the is it dustman?
2: Yes, th- yeah, absolutely. And and that that brought to mind um, the film Clockwise. Oh yeah, That's, that scene from Clockwise <laughs> when um, she's trying to thumb down a lift by yes. showing a bit of leg. But you have got Soapy when he's disguised as a, a you know when he drives the the fake. Black Mariah into the prison. He's distracting the guard while the uh, yeah. the others get into the back. Um, yes, and uh, and then they and then um, in the, the governor's office when they're trying to uh, get the jewels out of the safe at the end, Lenny has a stages a fit to distract yes. the governor. You know, it's <laughs> all about distractions, isn't it? You're quite right. Yeah, um, yeah. And then and then we, but we have that wonderful, very short scene with Arthur Mullard and and his <laughs> his wife with a baby. How old is he
1: now,
2: my
1: love? Eight months, dearest. Oh. But I've been in here nearly two years. Oh, yes,
0: Fred, but you sent me some lovely letters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I fear for the two of them when he gets out. I really do. He'd
2: be back inside very soon, wouldn't know, he? Yeah,
0: yeah, That's the weird thing. The, the, I mean, the, a prison is a brutal place, so I understand. And you don't get really get a sense of that except every so often, occasionally with Sellers himself, because he, he, he could be quite threatening when he wants to, like in Never Let Go, most yeah. of the time. Mm. And um when he wants to be menacing, and in the Naked Truth as well, he's quite scary. Yes, he is. It turns when he turns turns it on. It's 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 very daunting, and he does that occasionally. I can't remember to whom, probably to um, Soapy. But uh, yeah, I think it is. It's Soapy. You know? It is to Soapy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And if and if, if he hadn't had those heart attacks in the mid sixties and if he'd mm-hmm. if he'd lived another twenty years and if he'd really matured as an actor in say the late eighties, early nineties and taken on more dramatic roles, mm. you could just imagine him winning an Academy Award. Yeah. For, for some for some villain in, you know, not a comedy piece, but some
1: no. some
2: actual villain. Um people he, have suggested really... uh Hannibal Lecter, you know, is somebody Oh god, played. that's amazing, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: did. Didn't a couple of want him in Godfather Two? Is that a, I seem to remember? Really? I think, I, so. I think Maybe in Roger Low's book. Maybe I think it was the part that went to Lee Strasberg, the method guru.
2: Oh, right. I
0: think I, I think I, I think I'm right. I'm I
2: know too. the bit you. The, I know the role you mean. Um, yeah, but
0: I I mean, there's sales. so many what ifs with, with Sellers' career, aren't there? Yeah. Yes. But, um,
2: so many good films he should have made, and so many bad films he shouldn't have.
0: Exactly, yeah, and so many films which are better than they should be, but yeah, then mm. forgotten or overlooked, and or yes, compromised in some way to make them not classic, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, if he'd been in the producers, because he was obviously Mel Brooks did want him in the producers. Yeah. Um, I forget which role though. Was it the was it the Zero Mostel or was it the Gene Wilder role? I can't remember which role. oh well, you would have it... thought Zero Mostel, wouldn't
0: you? Because he was, I suppose, yeah, in his forties by the, late forties. Yes, 40s by that stage.
2: Him and Gene Wilder. Oh my god! Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh my god!
0: And Just as you ahead. probably know, Olivier wanted him to be King Lear. Is that right? Oh, I didn't know
2: that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. let me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So we get to the we get to the we get to the plot that Soapy. The Joker and
0: Batman he could have been. Sorry.
2: Sorry. <laughs> he probably could have. The penguin.
0: Penguin, yeah. Actually, the penguin, yeah, there you
2: go. Yeah. The the Soapies come up with this plot or this plan. Mm. So we've got the Sultan of some indeterminate country. Exactly, yeah. and <laughs> um, and he's one of the wealthiest men in the world, and it's his diamond jubilee next month, and he... It's so very much his, MacGuffin, isn't it, really? Yeah, he keeps his diamonds and jewels uh, in the UK, in Britain for safekeeping, uh, because in 1960, Britain was considered uh, an unimpeachable... Yes. Um, ...all work against corruption, I suppose. And, um, I guess so. Uh, and it was safe as houses to keep your money here. Yeah. And um, and every no, now so and the, then... there's
0: the line from Doctor Who, Robot... Runs. Do you remember this line? Of course, the brigadier says something like, "Of course, the only country they could trust it with was Britain." And the doctor says, "Of course. Well, the rest of them were all foreigners, weren't they?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so, so the sultan apparently, every now and then, he's put on some large scales and weighed with his diamonds.
0: Yeah, I mean it doesn't really reason. matter I don't quite understand, is it supposed to be that he's gained weight or
2: is that it he's stayed the same weight? They never, they never, it doesn't really matter does it? it doesn't really matter, it just makes, <laughs> makes for an uh, interesting image at the end of the film um, <laughs> Well yeah, we'll come to that uh, And so there's going to be so, so next month on the 28th of the month there's going to be an armoured van transporting his jewels and diamonds I say jewels and diamonds all the time but jewels are diamonds or diamonds are jewels aren't they? I don't know. Are they the uh, same thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, That'll there's, do.
2: There's, um, yeah.
0: Interchangeable.
2: They're going to, this armored van will be transporting them from London to Portsmouth with an army escort. And uh, a Dodger and the lads are due to be released the, the day after. So, are they,
0: are they in London? Do we ever know if the prison is in London? I think
2: that, um, they say that at the
0: station near the end, you've come from London or something. Well, the station,
2: the, the station is. It's Windsor, isn't it? Windsor.
0: But I think it might be standing in for London. I could be right. You certainly see double-decker buses in the background. Yeah,
2: early. I guess. I'm not sure. Because, <laughs> but the thing is, though, so they need to steal the diamonds on its journey, on the journey between London and Portsmouth. Mm. If the prison's in London, then they have to um, stop the convoy pretty quickly. Yeah. To get back to, to make sure that they can get back to the prison in time. I you think know? it's
0: a bit, it's a bit... Um... Yeah. You probably shouldn't worry about the logistics too much no no but yeah no no, no. just worrying me how light it is when they haven't got back yet yeah. <laughs> yes that's because true it's, is it summer i was thinking about this the timeline because uh, soapy says um <laughs> uh, the reason i didn't have a cigarette earlier it was lent and the warden takes that as being fine oh of course so, that means it's, uh, so it's after easter now yes so so light morning so that's fair enough It'll, it would be light at five in the morning
2: and also they're out they're out in the exercise yard you know and it looks quite yeah it doesn't look like it's been raining or doesn't look like it's been snowing so although Um, the
0: trouble is with black and white films is that the skies are always gray so you can never quite tell true true. although it's a bit how do they well we haven't quite got there yet so let's i won't jump ahead but i just there's a slight um bit of um wand waving to get them off the uh the the dust fan back into the
2: cell oh yeah and how does he get the diamonds into the governor's safe
0: i don't understand i don't just i didn't know they were in there i, I thought i'd miss something
2: no <laughs> well, something there.
0: Anyway. But,
2: but we see we see we, anyway let's just get to the let's just get to yeah, the point sorry. where where um where we see kraut for the first time at um
0: oh god we're not even there yet
2: <laughs> i know i know um so sydney kraut is a is a whipcord thin sadistic bully of a man he's um it's Lionel Jeffries in his best mm. role, I would I would argue, ever. He looks
0: amazing. You've never seen him look quite so exaggerated. He looks like a, a sort of Ronald Sell drawing.
2: He does. He does. Um, and he's been transferred. He's been promoted and he's transferred to Huntley as chief, chief officer because uh, Jenkins is retiring. And obviously he arrives and everybody, well, everybody knows him. Dodger knows him. And yeah. uh, and uh, he knows that he's bad news. Sauerkraut is the nickname. It's great um, that,
0: that the prison's got so lax that Dodger lets him in with the keys at the front. Of the front gate. Yeah, <laughs> it's a brilliant shorthand way of informing um, Kraut what you know the state of the prison he's just arrived at is.
2: He says, "I'm a, yeah." Dodger says, "I'm a trustee." And he says, "Trustee, I wouldn't trust you with your own grandma." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But obviously, Dodger recognises that if Krauts if Krauts coming to to, to to work at the prison, then things are going to change uh, yeah. <laughs> dramatically. And yeah. uh, and and you know runs back, dashes back to the cell, tells the others, and they, they have to clear clear the cell, pretty much stuff away everything that looks like any signs of domestic comfort. They they have to sort of yeah. uh, get rid of. Um, and there's that wonderful scene where Kraut comes in and does the cell inspection.
1: Oh, yes. well, now, this is about the nastiest little collection of villainy as I've seen in one cell for a long time. Dodge Lane, for a start. By the way, whatever happened to that mate of yours? You know, the one who tried to flog a couple of aircraft carriers. Soapy something or other. What was it? Soapy Stevens? I don't know nothing about that. Shut up! I'm talking! Oh, is another one, Mr. Jelly Knight, another old acquaintance, never to be forgot. Caught at the old safe-blowing lark again, I suppose, would you? Oh, now, is a nasty, evil little face I've not met before. Who's this, then? That's Lenny the Dip. Pickpocket, are you? Come here. I'll soon teach you to keep your thieving little hands to yourself. gentlemen have had it pretty cushy up to now, haven't you? Fretwork classes, basket weaving. Well, that is not my idea of how to run a prison, is it, Mr Lane? No, Chief. No, Chief! Well, from now on, remember this. It's my ideas that count. Do you understand? By the way, how long is it since you lot had a spell in the quarry? Quarry? The quarry. Nobody works in the quarry, sir. It's been closed for years. Is it really? Yeah. Is it? Well, I'm personally inviting you to a grand reopening ceremony. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Monday morning. Six o'clock!
2: And he's not impressed by the governor's philosophy, is he? Because the, no. the, the governor's sort of saying, that. well, I see the prisoners as a sort of family. And he stresses the benefits of rehabilitation and crowd Kraut, crowds exactly. just you can see Kraut sort of bristling and he sort of... he
0: does he squirms and he, he wants to, <laughs> it's, it's weird because he he sort of he wants to shake the prison up a little bit and that's also almost what he does to the film in a way because it's the first 25 minutes or so have been very entertaining but sort of quite cozy and everyone in their little channels and suddenly this mad cartoon of a character appears yep um, in an unsettling way and he really it changes the dynamic instantly. I mean, you, uh, you, presumably you know something like that is going to happen because it has to, but it, it almost feels like a performance from another film, doesn't he?
2: He does, and as we know from, from books like the Roger Lewis book, supposedly, allegedly, and I can believe it, Sellers felt a bit put out by mm-hmm. Jeffrey's performance, yeah. and you can see why.
0: Yes. He, apparently he said he told the Bolting brothers he thought he was a bit over the top or something. I
2: don't know. But 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 then he goes on to work with them again in Wrong Arm of the Law and yeah. Prisoner of Zender. Prisoner of Zender, yeah. So you just I know. He... I, I, mean,
0: I, I think Roger Lewis is quite often looking for the... Selectors. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, like you say, it's a great turn of phrase, Roger Lewis, but sometimes you, you think... I mean, I've I've read stuff that he's written in his book about the Goon Show period, and there's stuff in there that's wrong. Yeah. I know it's wrong, you know?
0: Yes, yeah, about Ben Teen, for example.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and just and just facts, and I just think, oh, that's wrong, but it's very entertainingly wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Friend the <laughs> legend. Yes, yeah. Um, now, the governor gets his marrow squashed.
0: <laughs> yes. Um,
2: by um, so so obviously, Kraut has reopened the quarry, and uh, we have this sequence where <laughs> there's too much dynamite, which causes yeah. a massive explosion, and. A stray rock has dislodged by the explosion has travelled quite a distance and smashed the governor's mouth. Exactly. Yeah. This is uh,
0: almost like the most traditional British comedy part of the film. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they're getting won yeah. over on the on the on the main villain. Yes. In small ways. Carry on, early carry on films are full of this sort of thing. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. And, I mean, and 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 the fact that um, Kraut has been caught in the face of this massive dynamite explosion. You know, but he's not killed. No, he, he no, comes of back. Not. He's, yeah, he's tattered. His and... are all shredded, and he's got some stuff <laughs> on his face.
0: He's slightly staggering, but retaining his yeah. dignity rather than being on a stretcher all in the
2: dead. Yeah. Than... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the yeah, and the, and obviously the, the the governor is outraged by this, and and squarely yeah. lays the blame on um, Kraut's shoulders. And he yeah. does that little th- he, when he's talking about when he when he when he. Because because Soapy turns up in the guise of the vicar again, and the governor yeah. talks about his loss, losing the marrow, and he and he does that thing with his little finger where he says, "You know, I, know. I, I, I tended <laughs> it from when it was this size." And again, that just seems so suggestive, doesn't it?
0: It really is, isn't it? Because <laughs> isn't the to me, when I was, What well, happened to his and he wiggles his finger? Yeah. And just proudly dropped a rock on it. <laughs> oh well, that's that. One. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it explains all of that. Someone dropped a rock on his penis.
2: <laughs> um, we've got anyway. the we've got a reference to the wooden horse, which is a fantastic film. Um, two two films actually reference in this film, the wooden horse and Danger Within. Yeah, both, both set in prisoner of war camps, and both I think are cracking, particularly the wooden horse.
0: Oh, I I, haven't, I don't think I've seen either of them. But they, they're
2: they're real films. They're not- oh, you you simply must watch. I've got to sound I a bit like Stephen Fry there. You really must watch. <laughs> The wooden horse, at least. Yeah, uh, I love it. I mean, I know all the
0: tropes of the. Yeah. You know, the soil down the <laughs> under the under the vaulting horse, and then down the trouser legs.
2: Way. That's it. So they obviously they build this wood this vaulting horse, and uh, in order to uh, uh, escape by digging a tunnel, and that doesn't work. And there's you know again jolly japes where Kraut ends up going down this tunnel and emerging into the governor's rose garden. Yes.
0: Um, porridge, porridge nicks a bit of this as well. I'm sure I can't quite remember. It's a while since I've seen it, but I'm sure there's a bit where there's a tunnel under the parade ground, and MacKay ends up discovering it by stamping too hard or something. I'm sure there's something similar.
2: Oh, I don't remember that. Quite, Maybe one of your right.
0: listeners will enlighten me, but uh, I'm yeah. fairly certain. I mean, I guess there are, you know, certain tropes which get re- redone, so recycled. Not, yeah,
2: exactly. And then they're in the they're in the sh- the shower room. I know we're racing through this, but it's you know,
0: well, yeah. you
2: know they're in the uh, shower room, toilet block, and Jelly talks about um, the film "Danger Within," which again is a great film, and yeah. says um, that in that the fella in it had a theory that all drains lead to the outside, and so they order Lenny, being the small Lenny, is obviously the most uh, junior, most junior of the three, is ordered to go down into the into the uh, drains, and this yes. is the bit of the film I didn't understand. Its purpose right yeah. so Lenny's going he's protesting but he's going down into the drains and then this this gentleman this guy in glasses comes out of the toilet cubicle yeah it says what's Lenny doing and Dodger says oh he's trying to find out where the drain goes lawyer and then and then he goes off and I don't understand what that bit was for? No, I've forgotten that. It, it doesn't have a payoff at all, does it? There's no payoff, and I don't understand. Is it a reference to something that we that's long right. forgotten now? I don't know. I don't it know. Could be.
0: I mean, because it's
2: because he's a lawyer, t- t- but, you know? Maybe.
0: Yeah, the, the fact he's, he's called lawyer in the credits as well, isn't it? Because okay.
2: is, is it is the joke that he's a lawyer who's obviously crooked and he's ended up inside? Is that is that the joke? Well, I
0: guess maybe? so. But then why? What's that going to do with Lenny and the drones? I don't know maybe there was maybe they went too far and they had to cut it out and uh, mm.
2: it was left <laughs> as a
0: non sequitur because it is getting slightly revolting a little bit um um you know not the proxy what's that film where he crawls out of the shawshank shawshank redemption that's it yeah
2: <laughs> there's that great line where we hear the scream we hear the forward the splash yeah. and and then dodger says we should never have let him do it not without a paddle and you, and you just feel yeah. the rest of that gag don't you that's um, right. And
0: then the next scene, all his clothes are hung up and he's yeah. shiver, shivering and that's it, isn't it?
2: And that's where Dodger comes up with the idea of a, a phony black Mariah in order to yeah. get them out. And they've got Wilbur the Pigeon who's dispatched with a message. I'm <laughs> worried about that
0: pigeon because it hasn't been mentioned before. And it's just been in a tiny wooden box for <laughs> the cat lurking around.
2: Yeah. And, so and he's and, a
0: criminal as well. You never know.
2: Wilbur walks to Irene Handels, Well, it's not Irene Handels flat. I think it's we think it's uh, Soapy Stevens. Flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah and um and and uh, they find out that Dodger wants a black Mariah. and uh, and then we see later from from the vantage point of the flat balcony, yes. Um, I keep saying Irene Handel. I call her mum mum is spying on the Army's preparations.
0: And again, it's sort of slightly confused as to where I thought it was the Bank of England because it looks a bit like it, but I don't think it is. I think it's just. Um...
2: No, it was the um, Port of London Authority building at ten Trinity ah. Square, London.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, brilliant. Well done.
2: Um, and did you recognise the commanding officer in this, Colonel Parkwright?
0: Um, I, uh, I no, to
2: be frank. <laughs> okay, um, Thawley. Thor- Walters. Yes, Thorley Walters, and I, um, I
0: remember the name, but I don't remember what else I may have seen him in there.
2: Well, the thing about him, and yeah, he's been in loads of loads and loads and loads of films. Like around this time, but he'd been seriously considered for the part of Captain Mannering in Dad's Army, and oh, wow. you can so that's s- kind of see how he might have. Yeah, so you can so- see how he might have played the character a bit in this. Oh, because he's
0: a bit pompous, isn't he? He's a bit posher yeah. though, isn't he, than
2: Mannering? True,
0: Well, I suppose he could have turned that down for the yeah. Uh, yeah. For for, the, for Dad's Army. Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, and uh, so they they've got the special route. They see, there seems to be some sort of conflict between the army and the, the Met police don't quite understand that but but the army convoy sets off and then we've got ethel following them in the car whether this is true or not apparently liz fraser couldn't drive um, when this was being made so in the scene where she's followed drives off and follows the army convoy Mm. that apparently there was a rope attached to the front of the the car that she's driving towing her away if you know what i mean but Um, you can't see it no, but then, but I, but they I dispute invented CGI that. to get rid of it. <laughs> yes, painted over. But I, <laughs> but I dispute that because I'm sure no, that really. later on in the film you, you actually do see Liz Fraser driving the Black Mariah briefly. Um,
0: when they're all escaping yeah, the scene of the
2: crime, there, there's a, there is a point where Soapy gets out and she she takes over, and drives off. Uh, unless unless she was just sat on a little man who was pressing the accelerator yes. and grinding. On the John gears. Vivian, who
0: was in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who
2: also was in um, the Running, Jumping and Standing Steel film. Yes.
0: He's, he, mm. I was going to say he's a key alumnus as well, isn't
2: he? And, sh- and um a show called Fred. He was in that.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And wasn't Mario Fabrizzi also another yes. one of that? He was part of the he, Seller's he, Coterie.
2: He was part of that's the right, yeah. Seller's he Game. He plays
0: a, a prisoner, doesn't
2: he? Yeah. He names his baby after the governor. Um, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horatio, is it? I think. Yes. And, and so... We See the escape where the lads are removing the hinges from the cell door, which the, the hinges are inside the cell. I mean,
0: yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a bit weird, and also the, the lock on the door makes another perfect hinge. <laughs> so can, don't dwell on it, don't
2: dwell on it. So, uh, Dodger refers to it as breaking and exiting, which I thought was quite it's nice. Very nice. Is nice. Uh, and then when Soapy turns up disguised in the Black Mariah and rings the bell at the gates and says that, uh he's got six prisoners to deliver. Mm. Um, he describes them, and I wrote this down.
0: Oh, yes, there's one, well, the last one, I'm sure you're going to and, tell
2: and I'm thinking <laughs> This is weird. He said, so the, so the guard says, so who have you got in the back? He says, oh, okay, I've got three loan club secretaries. <laughs> well, I don't know what that is.
0: No, I don't
2: know. Uh, it's uh, some sort of, I mean, uh, uh, obviously, I guess particular sort of people that would be considered as untrustworthy as yeah, hedge fund managers or something. Um, yes, maybe. these days, yeah. Um, two bigamists and a female impersonator, <laughs> I know. which seemed a bit harsh,
0: it's a little bit harsh, isn't it? Really? <laughs> that's, like, that's coding for something else.
2: Mm. And I like also,
0: the so he doesn't, he doesn't do any attempt to disguise his voice or his, he, no. he, could even put, he doesn't put glasses on or anything. I mean, he, he's so I mean, I'm not surprised he gets caught, he's useless the board. Hello, you... I'm a new character. <laughs> you haven't seen me before in this film. Anyway, I'm just going to talk at you for another five minutes, give you a chance to recognise me. See you later.
2: Hang on. Hang on, were you wearing a doll collar last time I saw you? <laughs> no, it must have been my twin cousin.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'll see you in three weeks' time.
2: <laughs> uh, and Soapy, the one thing we forgot, forgot to mention is that Kraut keeps bumping into to Soapy. And, yeah and almost recognizing him yeah um uh, that's what i
0: mean it's, could, it's 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 one of those films where they could so easily have got away with it much i mean this well there's a couple of moments like that but it's of mm. frustrating every time you watch it you want them to this time don't be so stupid
2: yes yes <laughs> unfortunately and the actual uh, the actual the actual plot the actual heist the caper yeah. the culmination of the caper is this um is this? They set up this erect like this road gang diversion mm. thing with a. That's, quite, that's very clever. The, I thought it setup, was. It? I did think it was. Um, The only bum note in this film, I thought though, mm. I thought it was a scene they could have done without. Was the bit outside with the army outside the pub, where the woman throws a bucket of water on oh, yeah. Thorley <laughs> and, and then makes
0: his makes his flag on fire soapy water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. The, that's, nah. Well, nah. I mean. We've, we're, we're very close to the early carry-on aren't we and, and there's mm. got a lot of dna in common i guess mm-hmm. that would have been a you know that would have happened and. to ted ray or bob Monkhouse. Or
2: <laughs> yes that's right the, the the plan itself uh is executed without a hitch and it is quite ingenious there's this there's this uh what do you call it a large net and a winch and, i mean um... that's
0: that's quite elaborate you know because they they're probably subtler things they could have done which would have been easier but i suppose it's yeah, for, for a film you want something quite well it good.
2: relies on everybody doing exactly what you expect them to do
0: yeah
2: if the if the the leading party you know the leading jeep
0: yes they have to, to stop at exactly the right place for to get out of the drains
2: exactly if they hadn't stopped there then everything would have been scuppered yeah um, but that's the way it is in film capers isn't it that's everything, true. everything it has, is. to, has to go just right um so, so the, you know, the, the plane goes off without a hitch. They get the, the jewels, and um, and we mentioned again, you know, they need to somehow stop this this bin lorry so that uh, the lads can jump in the back. Yeah. The bin, bin lorry is on its way back into HM Prison Huntley. Huntley, yeah. Um, so Ethel pretends that she's broken down, and, and of course, the, the lorry stops. Sticks a this, bum out. Sticks a bum out. I wondered why they made such a point of Irene Handel being there with a with her bad teeth, I know that's really unnecessary.
0: They do a sort of horror sting, don't they? When she gets revealed, grinning with these horrible teeth.
2: Do you know what I thought it could be? And and maybe mm. it's overthinking this, and maybe it's nothing to do with this at all. <laughs> that's I was wondering. For is to overthink things Yes, I was thinking per, perhaps she's forced her presence is forestalling any funny business from the rough bin men. If you know what I mean.
0: Oh, so she's protecting. Um,
2: protecting um, Ethel. It is.
0: Mm. Ethel? Sorry, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's, a, yeah. yeah that's
2: maybe nice, not. Um, well, maybe
0: let, not. Let's say she is. Okay. <laughs> no, it sort of like, improves a, a lot of the dynamics of the whole film. It's certainly some racially insensitive language we've glossed over, so I'm glad we've done
2: that. Oh, yes, we've, we've glossed over. Them. We get, um, we get the, the very quick scene where Sellers, I'm sure Sellers insisted that he was not to be um, covered in um, potato peelings and food scraps from Fred's calf when they're dumped in yes. the back of the bin lorry. And it, as, as you said before, somehow or other, they get back into their prison cell, having secreted the jewels in the governor's safe, they get yeah, back I, into bed. Yeah, and, uh, and
0: immediately have to get up.
2: Immediately have to get up. Because
0: it's, it's the morning. Hmm. Yeah, this is where I think there's a little bit of, of papering over the cracks is in the last sort of 15 minutes of the film. And fair enough, because it moves at such a lick that you, you, you can't really argue with it. But... Um, that could have been, you know. I think there's room for a little bit more here and there, just finesting it, maybe. Well,
2: yeah, because they had another. They could have, they could have stretched it to the, the enormous length of ninety minutes just by
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah,
2: another twelve minutes of of action. Yeah, they,
0: they, they, that could have been more fun to be had. I mean, again, who knows? It's a long time ago, and films were made in a different way, and we should be grateful it's as good as it is. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, so you almost, you almost think. That this is the end of the film, I always, yes. I always seem to think it is. I kind of wrongly think this is more or less the end of the film, but it's not, is it? It's, it's the bit where they, they have to, they, they, they manage to get the jewels out of the governor's safe without the governor seeing.
1: Well, lads, you've paid your debt to society. Exactly. You can now consider yourselves free men. But before you go. <laughs> We're free, don't you? Mum! Mum, we're free! We're coming home! We'll be home for Christmas and I free. want turkey. Yeah, would you like to be the governor? We'll right. go free, Governor We'll be home for Christmas. Mum, we're coming oh, home for Christmas. Mum, oh, Mum, oh, get cooking, oh, will you? Get that turkey on quick, Mum. Oh, we lovely. it. Here, Dutch, you can come. You can have a leg yeah. and we're going to have it, And you can come and you can have some turkey, Dutch. Yeah, would you lovely. like that? Yeah, but my mum is a messing cook. We're yeah. free, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is, is it, you saying oh. free has mentally unhinged him. If yeah. he gets some water, Jim Governor We're free, lad. Poor lad. Freedom's a heady wine, you know, Governor. What happened? Soon you'll be home with your dear man. I well, think the sooner we get him in the fresh air, the better. Yes, a yes, yes. good idea. We'll put him in front of the bus with the window open. Us? Uh, don't you think we'd better go in your car in the circumstances? Vicar? Oh no, leave it to me. The bus is better in every way. I assure oh, you. Oh yes, will. yes. Well, we'd better get started, you know.
2: And uh, they think they're home and dry, and they uh, and then Soapy says, "Well, we're going to get a bus from the prison to the to the station because there's roadblocks, and then stop a car so." We're getting the bus, but of course, the governor, for, for reasons, is travelling with them. Reasons, yeah. And of course, Kraut. Uh, yes, for other reasons. Got to yes. fetch my luggage. Why yes, haven't
0: you got your luggage with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's that's another point, right? So they'd planned this weeks in advance, and yes. Kraut's been there for weeks. So why is he just <laughs> waiting?
0: <left> to- <laughs> his Although he has not been there for weeks, because originally, the um, the Jenkins was leaving the night they before they
2: leave oh yes that's true
0: those mm. telescope times it's like othello mm. or something everything happens too quickly <laughs> i don't know it's, we should do a timeline and, and also a map of what's happening and see if we can make sense yeah. of it
2: i think that would be uh, <laughs> a failed pursuit uh yes.
0: another seller's film which i prefer to this is the lady killers just because it's such a brilliant film generally i know he's not star, the star of it but he is in it in a yeah. major, major role and a lot of the denouement is a Reminiscent of the lady colors, but not quite so clever or classy. Do you know what I mean? It involves trains and involves
2: or final in the sense of yeah. people, yes,
0: mm. yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's you know, soapy is a slight Professor Marcus, as I say, and the fact that they've they're so close to getting away, and um, it's just little things trip them up, sort of thing.
2: Well, that's that's because there was a there was a rule, wasn't there, in for the longest time that films couldn't end with villains profiting, yeah, so you couldn't allow a bad character or a or yeah a, you know so that's
0: why the end of the Lavender Hill mob, which could so easily be him getting away with it, hmm. he has to frame it with him telling his story to a policeman and being yeah. led away,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: even though, <laughs> even though he has really got away with it,
2: <laughs> yes, so yeah. Um, and, and films, I'm thinking films like uh, uh, Kind Hearts and Coronets and yeah. films like that they, they can That's never true. get away with it
0: I, I suppose at least in this film they are free at the end of it apart from Soapy aren't they
2: yeah, is it, is it poetic justice that Soapy's I ended up in Yeah,
0: I mean it wasn't quite clear if he, as you say if he was setting them all up again or if he set them up the first time or if he's just stupid because um, <laughs> he does as I said earlier, he does give himself away much too easily.
2: Yeah, because he's, he's convinced that Kraut's recognised him, so he's going to somehow shake him off. I don't quite understand his thinking here, but um, Kraut does recognise him. Well, there
0: uh, happens to be a party. Oh, that's why the governor's going to the station, is to meet a party of loads of vicars. For, yes. <laughs> for, again, for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually quite
2: funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the lads, Dodger and Jelly and Lenny, they laugh and jeer at, at right. Kraut as the train departs, and Kraut's left impotently fuming on the platform. Yeah. And then, like you say, Soapy sees the back of him, thinks he's a station master or something, and calls out, and then he's nabbed. And he's yeah. uh, next thing we see, he's um, him and Strange Ways are looking sadly out the prison cell window.
0: Yeah. But that's not the last thing we see.
2: Oh, no. We've got the scene on the train where Lenny has to get up onto the roof <laughs> again. Lenny being the the junior has to get up on the train yeah, roof. Because I the... thought,
0: because when I watched it earlier today, I hadn't seen it for such a long time. I'd completely forgotten about all this. And I thought, oh, wow, there's this going to be amazing high velocity train denouement at the end of it. And I looked, I paused the film and I saw there were only two and a half minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> It's not really a roller coaster ride like Temple of Doom or something, is it really? No, no. So it doesn't last very
2: long. Or that James Bond film that I forget. Is it? Russia There's Russian
0: with love, yeah, but yeah. also Spy Who yeah. Me has got a bit of that as well. Yeah,
2: it? yeah. Um, and 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 in trying to get Lenny down from the roof with the sack of jewels, Dodger slips and the sack falls falls into a mail net. Is that what they call it at a passing stage. I guess so. it's
0: something that I've only ever seen in films probably
2: because they died out a long time ago yeah and and they you got these two postmen on the station platform one who looks a lot like ken campbell but isn't (laughs) no um looking astonished as as the jewels begin raining down onto the platform and then yeah and then we have the very final little scene which is this weighing ceremony there's a lot of uh arab looking people in attendance and then our heroes
0: Three of them are prostrating themselves at the front. and They yeah. raise their faces,
2: yeah, looking expectantly and, uh, at the jewels. But uh,
0: so what is their plan? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just going to look at it a bit and then go, "Oh well, back to work." I, mean, I don't think they're going to get anywhere with that. But I suppose it's, it's just a like a gag ending, isn't it? Really?
2: Yeah. It's,
0: it's not like a setting up can... two-way stretch portrait.
2: Three-way stretch. Mm. <laughs> return. I mean, I think it's a neat, neat enough ending. I mean, no, it, it is. Of, it's, it's fine. Yeah, I think. It is. It, it, you're absolutely right. It's It
0: does exactly what you want it to do. And it, it doesn't waste time. There's no spare meat. There's no faff. No. Everyone in it is good. There's no weak links at all. It's everyone at their best, really. Um, so this it. is underpowered, but in a, in a wonderful way. Um, he is letting other people shine.
2: I think we both agree that Lionel Jeffries is probably the standout in this film. He you? is. Yeah.
0: I I do I do agree with that. And I was surprised, as I say, I was surprised how little actual screen time he's got. Yes. And yeah. also when he does get his comeuppances, it almost, feel, that sort of strikes a slight wrong note, if you know what I mean, because he seems like such an elemental force of nature. He shouldn't ever be... Um, get had one got, got over on him, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, but then, but then he does get, um, he gets the final laugh in the sense because he yeah. manages to no, collar soapy, doesn't he?
0: You're quite right, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks so gleeful when he does. does. Well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jeremy, thank you, thank you for it's been, it's been a blast. Thank you for coming along. No, it's been, and it's been lovely, this. and thank
0: you for enabling me to watch
2: a Peter Sellers film during the day. And claiming it was work. <laughs> oh, can you claim on that? Can you claim anything for that? I
0: can claim it in my life.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: as in to people who might claim, ask me what I'm doing all day long. Work!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I can hear Warren Mitchell in the background. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, you
0: know, <laughs> so we all have to suffer.
2: Um, anyway. By the way, I want to thank um, uh, Mark Cousins as well former guest of the show mm. will be a will be a future guest and uh seller's expert par excellence and he um supplied me with uh, a little bit of uh, background information about the film so thanks Mark. Oh, for brilliant. That. and um so so jeremy have you got anything coming up in terms well, of
0: well what i should I, sh- I should do is because <laughs> last time you asked me that i said um, i'm about to go to bed and you can That's plug right. that is what i said Which mm. I always go for the gag you see as, <laughs> as one of my compadres pointed out we <laughs> that week, we had just released all our previous podcasts <laughs> and I'd signally failed to mention it. Well, the trap. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, if you go to uh, what's it called, Getfasterstripe.com yes. and look up the trap, you can find all of the potoms and all of the Event Horizon Crescent, which has got a lot of oh, yes. goons, actually. It's got yep. a, a couple of running gags which may have some DNA in common with the goons. Um, so, those are all available at getfastestripe.com. And also, personally, I am in the middle of doing a couple of um, podcast projects. I've only got two episodes in so far of, of a podcast called Crime Face, which is a true crime podcast with an Australian for no apparent reason. Right. And um, <laughs> and um, another one called Carry On Streaming, which is me and Paul Litchfield off of the trap and lots <gasps> of many other um, yes. podcasts where we. Um, watch all the carry-on films you've never seen before and discuss them.
2: Oh, no Dan? No Dan? No just Dan me? in that
0: one, no. It was his idea, and then he, having had the idea, he ducked out. Oh, and wonderful. And trying to wound back again. So carry-on corporal, carry-on vet, carry-on milkman, carry-on warden. <laughs> Great. As I say, you may not have seen them. Um, and quite soon we're <laughs> going to be doing carry-on climbing. But all, all the stuff you never knew, you never knew. So,
2: yeah. Carry-on Beagling.
0: Oh, carry-on Beagling. Yeah, we'll cover that. carry-on Beagling. Yeah, that'll mm. be in it that one. 1974,
2: I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Jeremy. Next week, it's another film and a bit of a podcast crossover, so look out for that. In the meantime, put another jumper on or if you're feeling especially daring, stick the heating on for half an hour. I'll see you all next week. Bye.